Hey there, friends, and thanks for tuning into the show. I'm Tony Barardo, and as always, I'm here with my beautiful wife, Brenda. Hello. Hello. If y'all didn't know, we started a business called Meet Cute Box, where we'll send you and your partner a curated date night box every month full of items only from local businesses around the world. That's right. But on this podcast, we're going to research some relationship advice, give out date night ideas, and much, much more. Thanks for joining us and hope you'll tell a friend and subscribe. Hmm. Well, let's get started, shall we, babe? Let's. So, <laughs> hi. It's Betsy, right? Yes. Betsy, very good to finally uh, meet you virtually. Or do I you have want a me list to... of questions. Yeah. I mean, we can just kind of bounce off of each other. It sure. doesn't have to be super structured unless you like structured. <laughs> no, I actually prefer unstructured. Unstructured, okay. crazy, uh, non-scripted, fun podcasts. That's what I do. That works. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you for uh, talking with me. And it's exciting to join you on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. No, thanks. Uh, thanks for the time. It's it's Presence Day. I didn't even realize, but most people are off today, so hopefully it wasn't bothering you too much for today. Uh, you know, I'm a big President's Day celebrator. Have parties <laughs> planned. I go to Party City and get every President's Day thing they have. No, I'm just yep. kidding. <laughs> That's right. Most people do. So you know, I just wanted to throw it out there. <laughs> so sorry if you're missing yes. those cool President's parties. So uh, what? So tell me a little bit about Hallmark Happenings. Walk me through uh, kind of how you, how it came to be, and you know what you're currently doing, what some goals are. <laughs> well, you know Hallmark Channel has a big following, and mm-hmm. uh, I created Hallmark Happenings. However, the word Hallmark has its own meaning, like a special moment in time. So it's kind of like double. It like can reflect, you know, Hallmark Channel, but also special things. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's just. Just hall, uh, Hallmark Happenings, and I chose the name for pure alliteration purposes because I like uh, alliteration. Um, yeah, I just love, you know, rom-coms are great, and uh, they make like 40 movies a year, and then I branch out on other uh, networks, and I've talked to some directors for like feature films that were in theaters, which was super cool. I love when I get to like go outside of made-for-TV movies, so that's always fun. Um, yeah, I know. It's just a, a fun place to, you know, chat with creators and um, screenwriters, actors, all that good stuff and celebrate mm-hmm. rom-coms and the meet cute. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's kind of the, uh, the reason, you know, we started our businesses, uh, the wife in particular, more so than me, is a big fan of, of rom-coms. Um, in fact, hey, hold on one sec. I'm going to pause here. Cause I don't know if you could tell this little light is from my fan. And it is bothering the hell out of me. So I'm going to turn that off. Hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's way better. Okay. Now I can focus. Easy fix. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how we started. She uh, She's a big fan. I am not. I'm not knowledgeable on the subject. I am now, now that uh, I'm married to her. But yeah, originally I, I was not a fan of rom-coms, but there's like one every two weeks that gets put out on, on streaming services and movies. So you gotta, gotta be up to, you gotta be up with the times for rom-coms. So that's true. However, I feel like with the best rom-coms, they're more comedy than romance and they don't mm-hmm. really make those much and really, I don't know what, 10, 15, 20 years now, it feels like they haven't made many of those. So the good, the best ones, not that all the new ones aren't great and good, but the best ones are the classics from like the early 2000s and prior. 
That's right. Do you have a favorite that stands out or is there too many? I was thinking about this earlier. <laughs> um, I love Runaway Bride. I think Gary Marshall's just a comedic genius mm. and uh, 13 going on 30 is really fun. It's See, but those are heavier in the comedy. So I don't That's know. Right. I just, you have to have the right balance. Um, I heard, I listened to a couple of your other podcasts. I heard you say The Proposal, which was like one of the last rom-coms made. I feel like mm. the last great theatrical releases so good choice thanks yeah so true yeah definitely one of my favorites obviously anything with ryan reynolds is pure gold but uh just the the build up there the character arcs that they go through um it's just it's it's that kind of cool story that you don't really see a whole lot which is um i feel like it's kind of going against all rom-coms which is like these two people that hate each other but they're stuck and they have to kind of make it work and then, of course, we know that they're going to fall in love, right? Because that's, you know, it's a rom-com. But just the the arcs that they go through throughout the movie is fascinating because, you know, Ryan Reynolds is, you know, worrying about, like, his family. He's trying to be, you know, good enough to do his own thing. He wants to kind of separate from that. And then Sandra Bullock is, like, the structured, well-rounded. There's two totally different people. And then the fact that they end up falling in love at the end and the entire time is just nonstop comedy you forget that it is a rom-com until the end, the last like 10 minutes and you're like, Oh, so this was a rom-com. All right. Good to know. So there's, there's not a whole lot yeah, of movies like that anymore. True. Yeah. No, I, I will talk really quickly. Um, a couple of moments that I always think of, and I'm sure you have your favorite moments from the proposal. I love the tribal <laughs> dance scene with Betty White. It's so fun. I just, I can watch that on YouTube all day long. And then the other, when they're talking about, when they're like, well, tell us about the engagement. How did he propose? And they're just going back and forth. And it's just, so funny. Do you have That's a favorite so moment for that movie? Get the uh, the engagement story is is the best, I think, because just mainly Ryan Reynolds, you know, because he's he'll tell the story and then Sandra Bullock kind of interrupts and then just his facial expressions. He's so good at not just character acting, but just you could see his emotion like deep down to his core just from like one look. And he gives those looks back and forth when she's, you know, that kind of like when she's like uh Oh, and he did this and he goes, oh, did I? Like he does that. And that to me is like that back and forth is great. But I also love, it's a very quick scene, but um, when she's on the phone and the bird tries to snatch the dog, that's fantastic too. Because <laughs> it's only about 30 seconds, but I could watch like an entire movie just on that. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but there, there's a lot yeah. of good ones. That, that's a great movie though, for sure. Yeah, she's just holding the dog up, like, take the dog, take the dog, give me my phone back. Uh, see the comedy. But yeah, that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is rare. I mean, we uh, we tried watching what was just on Netflix with Ashton Kutcher um, and Renee, was it Renee uh, or Reese Witherspoon? That's what it was. Those two? Did you watch that one? I think it was like Not Home Yet or My Home or Yours or something like that. Yeah, uh, I, I heard about that. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah, it was just pointless. So, yeah, it was, you know, you look at like um, Reese Witherspoon, you're like, oh, she's the rom com queen. Like, she's going to crush it. No, it was not funny at all. It was, it was trying to be too romantic. And, um, you know, there's even a movie called Meet Cute with um, Pete Davidson and um, what's her name from Flight Attendant. And I watched that, and it obviously wasn't what I thought it was going to be. There were some funny moments in it, but it just wasn't comedy heavy. It was like trying so hard. And sometimes, like the best rom coms to me are like Knocked Up is a really great example, 
where again, it's kind of like the proposal where it's not really what you expect. It's two people that aren't really meant to be together. And then there's all these shenanigans for an hour and a half. And then at the end they fall in love. Like I don't want an hour and a half of you falling in love. I want a lot of comedy and then at the end get together. That's fine. Or like, you know, this is 40, which is kind of like the spinoff of knocked up. That's a great rom-com because you know, there's a lot of different stories in there, but uh, yeah, there's just, it's unfortunate. I think with movies as a whole, there's just not a lot of good ones. Um, I even saw you people on Netflix. Ugh. That was, that was just disappointing. So not even, uh, is, is there no rom-coms that are good, la- you know, out there now, but even these rom-coms now they have to actually like CGI kisses in there. Did you hear they did that at the end of you people? No. Why was it COVID or something? Uh, I don't know what it was, uh, but they had to CGI it at the end, which was very, very odd. So who knows? That is odd. Who knows? We can go on a deep dive about movies for the longest Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. I mean, tell you what, there's, there's so much to talk about, but, um, I guess I have a question for you. So, um, uh, well, one can, for m- my listeners and everything, uh, do you want to like tell everyone what exactly like meet cute boxes and how did you like decide on the name? Uh, we kind of came up with just because we wanted to start some sort of business and we knew that during the pandemic in particular, we thought, you know, what can we do that is going to not only help us down the road to be financially independent and be able to work for ourselves, but more importantly, we were, uh, uh, kind of biased to small business, um, especially during the pandemic. I had a few friends that went uh, out of business and they lost their small business due to the, you know, everything that happened in 2022 or 2020 rather. Um, and then leading up to 2022, we ended up uh, finalizing the plans that we worked on for two years. And that was creating some sort of subscription box. And we ended up landing on um, a subscription box that is kind of dedicated around creating and curating uh, date night ideas for couples, but every item in there supports local business. So we don't, you know, buy things on Amazon and put it in your box. We don't go to big corporations like, you know, the Birch Boxes of the world and all this. And all those companies are great. I'm not bashing those those uh, membership services because I was a big fan, obviously, prior to me. Uh, starting my own. But, uh, you know, you look at those companies and you get little samples of these big colognes and perfumes and makeup and and it's expensive. I mean, just bottom line, it is. And it's not really helping anybody except those large corporations. So we decided to kind of reach out to local businesses ourselves. We built up a nice Rolodex of all these cool items around the world uh, from things like, you know, places like Australia, UK, and then of course right here in the United States. And then we would just kind of create a theme around those items and then we would package it together in a box and that's what we send out to our members and it's new every month it's different every month you know for example like last month you'd appreciate this because we were were talking about rom-coms but uh we took a our own spin on dinner in a movie so we had this local uh company from nebraska that had this um microwavable corn on the cob so it's literally like a i mean corn on the cob but you microwave it so the way they package it, you put in the whole cob in the microwave and it pops into popcorn. Fantastic idea. 
And then, of course, we had uh, some lady on Etsy built her own like popcorn, old school, red and white, you know, those uh, those popcorn holders, those tubs. But they're kind of like the collapsible tiny ones like you saw in the 1980s. So we put those in the box along with the microwave popcorn. And then we even had um, a popcorn trivia or excuse me, a movie popcorn trivia game. So you would get like different uh, popcorn looking game cards. And each one was like a trivia to a new game uh, or to a, to a new movie rather. And then on top of that, we also included uh, dice that was handmade also from Etsy from a different uh, lady named, shout out Lindsay at Twisted Fork Jewelry. Um, but she created this dice and it was six sides. You get two of them. So one dice was only for food. So it had like different, you know, uh, genres of food like seafood, Italian, uh, barbecue, etc. And the other dice was movies. So it would be like rom-com, horror, etc. So if you didn't know what to do, you take the dice, you roll it. And then, you know, it's you roll the dice. Oh, it's a rom-com and a barbecue night. All right, cool. So it kind of gives you, so th that's what we do every month. It's a different theme every month. And based off the items, based off the time of year, obviously uh, we did that kind of like uh, a Valentine's Day type of thing leading up to it. And then this month, depending on when you sign up, we did a little bit more romantic box for those couples. So uh, March will probably do something to launch spring or something like that. And then, of course, during the summer, it's more outdoor activities. So depending on the season and the time of day or the time of month, rather, we'll, um, we'll kind of curate it based off that as well. So that's kind of the idea in a nutshell. And the word meet cute just kind of made sense to us because we have a kind of interesting meet cute story. So that's the first thing that came to us. And um, I honestly, if I'm if being truthful, like I said earlier, my wife is the one that told me about Meet Cute. So she's that's kind of her ideas. You know, I thought of a couple ideas, and she's like, "That's too manly. We need to think of something cute." And I was like, "Well, like what?" And she's like, "Well, we should do it around like our 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 story, our Meet Cute." And I was like, "Wait, Meet Cute? Hold on." And then of course we looked it up and googled it, and there is a podcast that's called Meet Cute, but there's no actually business that's called Meet Cute. Uh, which the podcast is great, actually. I talked to one of the co-founders uh, when we launched, and hopefully we could do something in the future to collaborate because that would be easy. But yeah, there's there's no company that that does what we do, uh, which I thought was fascinating. That there's no date night subscription box that supports local business. So we uh, we trademarked it, and we have a patent pending on everything, and you know, so and that was only back in May. So we're we're about to hit our one year anniversary. Uh, you know. In a couple months. Congratulations. That's amazing. Uh, such an interesting story. Um, have you thought about like at some point doing like, I don't know if it's still even on the shark tank thing. Is that still going? Yeah, we, we did think about that. You know, uh, I actually have a partner of mine. Um, she has this company called Wanna Date, and it's like date spread. Um, really fascinating um, where it's only a couple of ingredients. It's kind of like peanut butter, but it's dates. So, but if people don't know, you could check it out. It's one a date. Um, and she was actually on Shark Tank and got picked up by Mark Cuban. So she told me the whole story. We actually included her in our box and occasionally do because her company is called one a date. So, you know, it fits some of her products and with our box. And she was kind of telling me the whole process. And I, from what I gathered, we're just not there from like a revenue perspective where I even, you know, like we're happy. I mean, I, this is all I do full time. So, I mean, we're making enough to support each other, but I'm just, I don't know if I'm comfortable giving up a percentage quite yet, just because, you know, I could do it. 
I could afford to do it. Um, and I, I just kind of want to grow it organically first. And then maybe a year down the road, two years down the road, we might try to do something. But those guys, I mean, they're sharks, right? The shark tank. They like to take that money. And like, I'm like, nah, back <laughs> off, man. Not yet. Yeah, that's yeah. it's true. It's I forget they take a percentage ownership and everything and you just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, it's still a relatively new company. You have a long time to grow and make it super yeah. profitable. And, and if anything, even though the people that do go on there that maybe they decide against an offer, they don't get one. It's still great exposure because I'm that's sure people are Googling like, what is this? I'm going to see. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I figured we'll kind of see how this year goes. And then uh, that's definitely going to be it's on the docket for sure. Yeah, it's it's a matter of getting a wife on national television. Well, I don't, I mean, we have, we actually have our own podcast. So I have my personal podcast and we have a meet cute podcast where we talk about dating and ideas and give a relationship advice and stuff like that. And to her, for her to get on there is very nerve wracking. She's, she's very introverted. So we'll see how she does on the shark tank. That'll be interesting. <laughs> I, She'll I, be I, like, I'll hold up the signs with the stats and you do all the talking. Right. That's right. Yeah. Cause you know, we can't, being uh being founders of a date night box i can't do it by myself i gotta i gotta bring the wife up there um but you know we are we are trying to be innovative as well like we have a lot of stuff going on like of course we have memorabilia and apparel and stuff but one thing i'm really excited about that we're probably gonna announce on our one year anniversary that i've been working on for quite some time is a deck of cards and it's called the meet cute deck uh fancy name i know very creative uh but we (laughs) we it's it's gonna be a 50 cards and each card is going to be a date night and we're going to give you creative date night ideas based off that so we're going to sell that kind of separately in addition but we're going to start doing things like that where we'll do an at-home edition um, we'll do an outdoor activities one and then uh, a kids edition so if you have kids it'll kind of give you ideas to to do things with kids so uh, that I plan to kind of launch and and slowly bring out so I'm hoping with that we'll kind of gain some more exposure and really the idea is you know I'm not a fan of uh, a lot of subscription boxes mainly because it's a lot of like samples and things like that so we try not to do that of course but at the end of the day i'm i'm not crazy i know people can't spend 30 40 bucks a month you know times are tough so we figured hey let's not make a contract so there's no contract with our boxes you can cancel anytime if you want to try it for one month and get rid of it you know we don't charge you even if we build it and ship it out to you we don't ask you to return it we let you keep it so we're very cool when it comes to stuff like that because i know what it's like to be on the other side uh, but also too, I want to give people the option where if they just want to get some of our products without being involved in a membership, they could do that as well. So we're coming out with those things like date night deck, but, uh, we also do gift ideas. So like, if you just want to pick up something like we had so much business for Valentine's day, you know, like men and women just grabbing gifts for their spouse just for Valentine's day. Um, so we're able to do that as well, where you can custom create a message when you first um, purchase the product, it'll say, hey, what do you want to say? And we'll give you a nice little cute note and put that in the box as well. So uh, we do those options as well, not just memberships. So we're trying to be innovative when it comes to that as well. Yeah, you're like um, appealing to people who have different like purchasing habits and like what they want. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was looking at the website um, and you have like clothing, like you said, and other things. So it's really cool. I, this is such a neat thing you're doing. Congratulations on all your success and really a short time. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're slowly growing. Eventually, I want to work hard enough to where I can get it in a couple of years where my wife and I could do this full time because we both have other jobs as well. So we're just kind of doing this on the side and doing what we can. 
but you know, we're also creating the content, doing the website and all that. Obviously, as you know, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot to carry. So we, uh, we, we want to try to, you know, delegate and potentially hire some people down the road for social media managers and people to run our social and that way we don't have to do that. And we could spend more time uh, curating boxes and cause we make everything by hand too, as you know, from the website. So we don't, we'll never, we're going to never going to mass produce it. Like that's another reason why I'm not rushing to go to shark tank. Cause what I think makes our boxes unique versus like a birch box or bark box or all those big companies is it's not really personal. You know, we handwrite messages for all of our members. And, you know, once we get to the thousands, naturally, I know we're not going to be able to do that. I'm not ignorant when it comes to that. But for the time being, I think it's important that we make it as as uh, personable and, and special and unique because, you know, we have a saying in our company, which is every relationship is special. So we think your box should be too. And I think a lot of companies, mainly mass big corporations, forget about stuff like that where... You know, when you pay 40 bucks a month or 50, 60, sometimes these things are $100 a month, um, you get this generic box that a thousand other people got. Well, with our box, it's different wrapping, packaging, letters, stickers. I mean, you could literally, I clean my hands, but if I didn't, you could see my sweat going into the box, you know, quite quite figuratively. But we, we do put all of our energy and time into that. And, uh, you know, you follow us on social media and you could see us actually build your box and sometimes if you're open to it, we ask our members if we could tag them and we tag you on social media because you could actually physically see how your box is being built on there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a rarity. So we're going to try to keep that up as long as we can. Well, here's to hoping that your side hustle becomes your full-time hustle. Yeah. And I'm sure it will. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Applause, everybody. Appreciate it. Everyone listening. Oh, so cool, fancy. I like the sound <laughs> effects. <laughs> yeah. So that's anyway, that's me in a nutshell. Enough about me. No one wants to hear any more of that. Um, Oh, I'm sure they do. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself and kind of what your goals are for for your, your channel and your site and all that jazz. Well, you know, just uh, have more people discover it somehow. It's a slow thing, you know, like you you start slow and it slowly builds. Like I just hit 2,000 Instagram followers. I was like, that's cool. Hey, that's awesome. 1,500 on YouTube the other day. And I was like, that's cool. That's great. (laughs) You know, just growing and connecting with people and, you know, just with like you're saying, and it's like the age of streaming. and then just like on Hallmark Channel in general and all these other networks, there's new ones that have come out recently. There's mm. so many like made for TV, like rom-com movies. So it's kind of mm. like just trying to get more cool people to chat with me. You know, it's just yeah. a just kind of a chill, fun side thing I do. But it's cool to like sometimes I'll talk with someone and be like, oh, that's so cool. I watch you on TV, you know. So but cool. yeah, it's just fun. And then people yeah. seem to enjoy hearing what their favorite actors have to say so it's it's just yeah. fine and getting repeat guests and i'm like hey it's nice talking to you again <laughs> yeah that's cool well that's the fun part about what we're able to do with these right as not only can you connect to people all over the country but you know i've had people on my show that are from like the uk and uh, alaska and hawaii and it's like so cool because i i mean i would never meet these people in person of course i would want to but it's very difficult with scheduling and you, know, you can't really Unless you have like a massive Joe Rogan style studio, you can't really bring people to your house all the time. So it's kind of cool that we could do this type of thing virtually and connect. And I love building these bridges because I've said this before on my podcast where 
you know, I look at podcasting as if you're building a small community in a city, in a city, because, you know, every city started from grass and dirt and trees. And then eventually you kind of build like a foundation of roads and bridges. And, you know, now you have a place across, you know, the lake that is a mile long and you were able to build a bridge and get to that lake and meet new people. And that's kind of how I like to look at social media is you're building these little like cities and communities and you're able to kind of connect it with those bridges and build these new relationships that who knows, 10 years, 30 years down the road, it, you know, it, it could be very profitable for everybody, um, you know, both mentally and physically, you know, so monetarily you can make some money, but also mentally too. I've learned so much just being on this podcast. I feel like I'm so profitable uh, when it comes to that, figuratively speaking, where I've learned so much, I've been able to grow so much and just having conversations. I feel like we don't do that enough now. And uh, podcasts has, has been f very fascinating for me over the years. I've learned a ton. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like just going up to someone randomly in like a store, it'd be weird to like to start talking with them. But then like when you're doing a podcast, all of a sudden you just like say whatever for like an hour. And right. it's just like an interesting way to converse with people. Like I don't yeah. like technology, but I like technology. And this is the part of technology that I like. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah. People are weird when it comes to interaction like that. Right. And I don't know if it's, you know, maybe it's the the face-to-face -face aspect um, or maybe it's because we've been so disconnected for so long, it's hard to kind of, you know, take that leap again, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like, like when I was a kid, when I was in my teens, I was talking to everybody, you know, like a, a dude, uh, I'd be pumping gas and I'd look over and, you know, I'd see a guy and be like, hey, what's up, man? How was your day? Ah, it was shitty, man. It's Monday. Yeah, dude, I get it. All good, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Like just kind of like shooting the shit type of conversation. Um, but I feel like now if you do that, people think you're crazy. And maybe it's right, maybe it's because like the last two decades, we've all been on our damn devices and um, we've just been disconnected from interaction that it kind of scares us because it's new. Even though it's not, it's actually the oldest form of communication. But for some reason, we forgot that, you know, it is the oldest and we need to get back to it. Uh, Interesting. Getting very deep here. <laughs> super deep. Let's get closer to our mic so we can get deep with it. By the way, what microphone do you have? It sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, does it? Thanks. It's a, a pod mic by uh, Rode. But yeah, Rode, is, Rode does a very good job. I have the Rode mic and then I have the Rodecaster Pro, which is where I can do all these soundboards. And like, um, can you tell us a funny joke? Do you have like a quick knock knock joke or something? Oh and, man, I'm like my Laffy Taffy days. What was a good one? Yeah, what you oh, got for us? Hold on. You know, I always, I don't, I can't remember when I'm put on the spot. I mainly want to use my soundboard to do this. So, like, knock, knock. Who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange, you're glad I didn't make you tell a joke. <laughs> there you go. That's perfect. That's it, oh my gosh, you have yeah. such a fancy device. That's super cool. <laughs> I'll send you what I got. It's, it's It seems fancy, but there it's, you know, I did a lot of research when I first started my podcast. I did, um, I mean, my very first podcast, like episode one, was on my phone, on the voice memo app. Yeah. And yeah. I used the little wired headset that comes with, a, I think I had an Android at the time. And uh, yeah, and I, I just talked into it. I didn't video it and just talked about my day. I don't even remember. It's still out there somewhere on, on YouTube. Hopefully no one goes to watch it because it's awful. Um, but yeah, that, that was my first episode. And then 
after like a hundred, I upgraded a little bit and then now I'm almost at 200 episodes and, uh, yeah, it's just, um, you know, cause I figured if you're going to like, I don't know, if you like to work out, you know, get a gym membership, right? Buy some workout clothes. You know, if you're going to, um, take care of your lawn, get a nice lawnmower. Like, so I was like, you know, I'm going to do this podcast and I've, I've done X amount of episodes. I deserve to kind of treat myself to this hobby and I'm going to do it right. And uh, I, I set a goal for myself once I hit a certain amount of subscribers and uh, a couple sponsors that I was fortunate enough to get. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to reallocate these these funds to that. So, yeah, just set yourself some goals up and, you know, upgrade when you're ready. But if you really like doing it and it sounds like you do and you're very good at it and you're good at talking with people, especially strangers, which is like the key to a podcast. But, you know, I figured just who cares if you got $100 in your bank account, spend 80 of it. Who cares? Just do it. You know, you only live once. You might as well uh, spend the money on things that are actually important to you. You know, we get caught up in like spending money on things that don't really matter. And then we end up like not using it or wasting it, you know, like food. We spend all these, right? We go to these fancy dinners and we end up like taking leftovers. It goes in your fridge and you never eat it. It's like that was a hundred bucks. Spend a hundred bucks on a mic. At least you'll use that, you know? That's true because you have nothing to show for it on the other uh, with food. Unless you go to Taco Bell, you could have had like a hundred tacos. Instead, you'd have yes. one meal. And by the way, every single one of them would be delicious. <laughs> That's the thing about fast food. Like it's yeah. consistent. Every true. time I'm like, this tastes like it did the previous, you know, 500 times and it's great yeah. Yeah. and it's cheap. It's not as cheap as it used to be, but if you can find a value menu, then it is cheap. So yeah. that is weird, right? Like if you go to like Carabas, you know, in Tampa, Florida, it might be different than the Carabas in Wisconsin, you know, different servers, different people, different food, even though the menus are the same and the food was the same, you ordered the same pasta or whatever, but it could be different. But yeah, if you go to fast food though, you're right. It's it's the same. A cheesy gordita crunch is the same no matter what location you go to with Taco Bell. Yeah, I don't know if you ever saw a founder, I think was the name with Michael Keaton about McDonald's and not all the McDonald's were the same as they were starting to, you know, franchise and all that. So that's a side that's note. A good movie, not a rom-com, but it's good. It is a great movie. And I'm a big Michael Keaton fan, so everyone needs to see that. I believe it's on Netflix. Everyone needs to check it out. Great movie. I loved the last scene where he's looking in the mirror and you can just kind of see it on his face, kind of like just the thoughts and the wheels turning about like what he's done with his life. And then here comes that new wife, you know, Mm -hmm. who wasn't his. And it's just like interesting. Uh, Great movie. Um, But I actually I have to get going in about five minutes. Um, I have an appointment. I I don't want to cut this short because it's fun. We'll have to chat again. I'm sure we can talk about movies all day long. Hell yeah, let's do a Strictly a Movie episode one day. We should. I watch so much stuff, like, not romantic comedy-wise. I watch lots of miniseries and things like that, but we could yeah. talk about all sorts of genres. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's perfect. No, it was, it was good uh, Good getting to know you a little bit. Let's definitely make this a round two. Um, and for, uh, for at least my listeners, where can people find you, uh, Betsy and, uh, on social media, your podcast, lay that out for the people so they could follow you. 
Sure thing. Uh, well, just Hallmark Happenings with an S. Some people forget the S, but there is an S there. It's not silent. Um, just Google that uh, Hallmark Happenings on Instagram. I think it's like youtube.com slash Hallmark Happenings. And on Twitter, which I'm not super active on, but occasionally I am. It's like mm-hmm. at Podcast Hallmark. Facebook, you know, it's like the same. I kept it like yeah. try to, you know, keep the same. So it's like 30 Smart. different links or whatever with weird names uh, what are those called tag not taglines handle yeah, yeah handle that's the word smart <laughs> yeah. yeah keep yeah, them the same it, yeah, that way there's some consistency hallmark happenings is too long for twitter so that's why it's podcast hallmark but anyway uh what about you where can everyone find meet cute box on yeah. socials so they can go uh, obviously to my page, uh, which is at the Barardo, where you could find everything there, um, or you could just follow us everywhere at uh, Meet Cute Box. So Twitter, YouTube, podcasts, website meetcutebox.com, Instagram, we're on TikTok, all that. Same thing, Meet Cute Box, everywhere. But uh, yeah, so thanks, appreciate that. And I so. will, of course, when I promote this episode and everything, I'll include all the links so people can find everything with easy access. And of course, I'll email you and everything. But thank you for talking with me. Thank you for uh, being so generous with your time. I can't wait to see what else is in store for me. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And we'll definitely stay connected. So I appreciate you reaching out as well. So let's uh, let's do this. Let's grow our podcast. Yeah. Sure thing. That'd be fun. Well, thank you again. You're fun. <laughs> all right. You too, Bessie. Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye. All right, bye.